Hello and welcome to another podcast from Age Defined Careers. My name is Elise Stevens, and today the fabulous Jade Collins, one of the co-founders of Fem Economy, is going to be talking about her career story. Hello, Jade. Hi, Elise. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for taking the time to share your story about your career. Thanks for having me. That's all right. So, Jade, tell us your career story. Okay, my career story I think probably starts off in a similar way to many people. I went from school to university, studied, I did a combination degree actually, a double degree, and I studied business majoring in human resources and arts majoring in psychology, which was pretty complementary mix. And then I moved into a human resources career in, in heavy industry. I did that for about 17 years, so corporate careers and very much a mix of, you know, site-based roles where I'd be working on operating power station sites or manufacturing chemical processing plants or mines and then swinging into, you know, corporate office roles. So I actually like to, to alternate them to get a little bit of, you know, the different focus, I suppose, going from a strategy governance role in a corporate office space and then moving back into the operations space where you're much more sort of front-facing, customer-facing and very much up to your elbows in, in real business challenges. So I did that and I moved across Australia for all of that time, um, moved a lot, moved 14 times in, in 11 years and progressively got more senior. And then I kind of got to a point in my career where I'd been doing a lot of travel. Um, I, I sort of felt like in some ways I thought tomorrow would be sort of similar to the day I'd had before or the year I'd had before and I felt sort of like I was repeating the same cycle over and over. I didn't feel like I was really progressing in my career from a a learning or growth perspective, even though I was advancing. Also came to a decision point around, I guess, autonomy and having freedom to pursue some of the other things that I wanted to spend time on in my life. So, you know, always doing sort of 50 to 60 hour weeks, you know, being available 24-7, has an impact and obviously a, a cost in terms of family time. So that was increasingly, I guess, something that I wanted to spend more time on. And I also felt I got to the stage where I felt like I wanted to do something that would really leave a legacy. So more purpose and meaning in terms of the work that I really did every day. And yeah, I, I moved into a management consulting career for a couple of years, which was interesting, but it sort of was a little bit more of the same, more external networks, you know, lots of global travel, very interesting work. But uh, again, that autonomy, freedom and sense of purpose was missing. And then in uh, January 2016, I had the idea of a firm economy. I read that women make 85% of consumer purchase decisions. And although I'd always worked in the diversity space in human resources, I hadn't ever come across that statistic. And as we know, you know, gender equality is pretty, pretty sticky. It's hard to progress. You know, we're not going to be there for another 170 years. So that to me, working in particularly uh, heavy industry, male-dominated workforces, you know, was something that, that I felt quite keenly. And had always wanted to do something about and tried to as an internal. 
But when I read that statistic, I was really motivated by it and I saw the potential and thought that it was such an incredible economic lever that women already had in their own hands to affect change. So I pretty much became obsessed with this idea, Elise, and compelled to the extent that I recruited my um, my co-founder, Alana Bastenburn, and we we embarked on Thermo Economy full-time from April 2016 and built our website and, you know, put our plans together, our business plans, you know, did all of the, the startup process, I suppose. And then we launched our website at the end of, of September 2016. And I have to say it's probably... For me, it feels so purpose-driven and it's a really different space to being in corporate. Um, So I almost feel like I'm embarking on a a second career, if you will, at the moment. Well, that's a fantastic story, Jade. Isn't it incredible that sometimes you just wake up and know that it's time to, to do something else? Yeah, it is. And it's a real process, though, I've found to almost reinventing yourself because although you take, you know, your network and you take your personal brand with you, you really need to convey to the world, you know, what this very different, unusual new thing is that you're doing and why you're doing it and what is it all about. So, yeah, undertaking that sort of has been a massive personal development and professional development piece as well. Was it scary to do something other than HR or management consulting outside of corporates that you've been used to? In some ways, yes, but I, I just felt so ready and almost overripe, if you know what I mean, for the experience. I felt like I perhaps had um, had hung out in that space for a bit too long because it was comfort zone and I just feel really inspired and motivated in this new space and it's really scary and I think any entrepreneur will you know will tell the same tale of you know you ride the roller coaster within a day you have high highs and lows and low lows and that can happen all within the space of one day wouldn't trade it because it you're pretty much forging your own destiny and there there's such an ability and freedom to contribute you know the autonomy is there it's all yours and it's up to you to make it a success or fail by your own effort. Has there been any point where you were doubting yourself when you started Fem Economy that this was the right way to go? I think that's the benefit of a co-founder and I think that being a solo entrepreneur would, would be pretty lonely and isolating at times because I think it's realistic that everybody, no matter what their career in, has those moments of self-doubt. I believe so strongly in film economy as an idea. I think it's something where gender equality is hard and everyone's busy and um, women in particular want to support gender equality. But how do you practically do that? You know, it can feel like a really hard issue and hard problem to solve. But, you know, switching brands that you shop with, you know, buying your groceries at a, at a different store that, that has, you know, women in leadership it, it is an easy thing to do because you're doing that anyway. It's just actually informing consumers so that they can, you know, shop brands with female leaders. And, yeah, I think 
it's so great having a co-founder and someone who I really deeply know and trust who when we are having those moments of doubt, you have someone to pick up the phone who is going through exactly the same journey as you and you shore each other up and you provide that support and, you know, focus on what the achievements have been. I think sometimes you can you can get caught up in, you know, wanting to get to the next step, the next milestone as quick as you can and not spend time perhaps reflecting on where you've come from and what you've achieved. I think that that's a very important thing that we sometimes downplay our achievements and just focus on, instead of focusing on the positive, we focus on the negative. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you have a perfectionist or an achievement orientation and in corporates, you know, we're so focused on our professional development plans and our performance reviews and our performance planning that you can dwell in that negative space a lot of the time. Whereas I think it's it's actually that you need to do that in order to improve, but it's an unbalanced view of what's happening. I agree with you. Jade, what are some of the lessons that you've learned during your career? Oh, well, a lot. A lot of lessons, I would hope, at this stage of the game. But <laughs> some of the notable ones would be, I think, it, you know, if you really want something, then you'll make it happen. I really do believe that people have that power within them if they feel really passionately about something that, that they should try to make it happen. And most people will if they're compelled. I also think authenticity, and I know it's a really trite, overused buzzword at the moment, but trying to understand and it's hard to locate sometimes who who you are what you stand for what your value set is and really keep that as a strong compass throughout your career I think that that is invaluable as a decision making tool even on a day-to-day basis because if something is discordant with your values you know, that's then you probably then you shouldn't do it you shouldn't go ahead with it I think the value of planning is really important and My observation, particularly working in HR, is that sometimes people will drift in their career or they will expect that an organisation will take care of their career and development for them. And I think that having a plan in that space is really everyone's own accountability and you'll get much further, much faster if you do actually have a plan in mind. Giving back. I think is really important and and on the back of that is the power of a network. So, you know, actually having an, an, a network of people who uh, you can rely on, who, who they know that they can rely on you as well in terms of you're reliable and you will, you will be there to give back for them without it being a transactional exchange. I think is is also really important and I think that's how we get through life on the strength of those relationships. They're great lessons, Jade, and thank you for sharing them with us. No worries. Now, Jade, congratulations to you and Alana for starting this great business and what a great idea. Thanks, Elise. We're pretty inspired by it, as you can probably tell. It is, and I was checking out the website and you've got some fabulous interviews with women successful women about their businesses and it was great great stories to read that's actually one of the things that that we most enjoy doing is drawing out those stories of successful and and high achieving women and they're everywhere they are everywhere 
Um, so we mainly interview um, CEOs and founders of businesses or board directors who are women and um, they have such such fascinating careers because typically they're not a linear career trajectory, which I suppose is the traditional structured male career trajectory. Typically they come to things more laterally or, you know, they've taken time out here and there, but then they've come back and, and perhaps, you know, done something entirely different in their career. But so inspiring and I we were going through some of them yesterday and actually just looking at, who we've spoken to along the way in the last few months and it's pretty incredible we've met some amazing women i recommend people to go and have a look at the fem economy website there'll be a link in the blog post that goes with this podcast and to have a look and to buy something from the women that are featured on the fem economy website yes yes please do look for the badge to see that it's fem economy approved well thank you for your time today jade Thanks, Elise. Thanks very much for having me. That's okay. That ends another podcast from Age Defined Careers.